Okay. Last night, you're seeing a spontaneous demonstration of Mar-a-Lago. Mar we want to bring in our own Calamity Jane Zirkle. You remember Jane from uh, from CPAC. Uh, Jane, talk to us about last night. You're outside of Mar-a-Lago today. Uh, give us, you were there last night. You, you got there after the show. But tell us, what, what was the environment like? Tell us about the American patriots that came together to support President Trump, but particularly I'd like your assessment of the police and law enforcement presence, ma'am. Well, Steve, the sentiment was clear amongst the people supporting President Trump here outside of Mar-a-Lago last night. You are continuing to support him um, right now, today. I'm actually looking at several patriots right now who are demonstrating their support. But they are absolutely outraged and concerned over the weaponization of the DOJ and the FBI against former President Trump by the U.S. government. They agree that this is absolutely unprecedented. And August 8th, 2022 is going to go down as one of the darkest days in American history, at least for the people who were here um, demonstrating in support of President Trump. Now, the law enforcement presence was extremely high last night. There were helicopter flyovers for several hours. There were dozens of police officers spread throughout the crowd, which, once again, this was a spontaneous demonstration. So this is not thousands of people that we're talking about. This was, you know, 75 to 100 people and several cars driving by showing their support as well. The security was extremely tight. Um, I noticed several law enforcement officials with very large weapons that were wearing masks. And it did seem to be sort of an intimidation effort on their behalf. The Palm Beach police were here as well, um, you know, keeping everything peaceful. And they did a great job at that. There weren't really any counter protesters to note. There maybe was one or two. But other than that, it was simply patriotic Americans coming get together to show support for President Trump during this um, really unprecedented time and um, several media officials as well. We're about to go from Palm Beach to uh, to London to uh, Nigel Farage, the star of GB News. But Jane, and I want you to hang, Jane. We've got Monica Crowley next. I want you to stay there. But the, I, uh, CD Media, Creative Destruction Media, the great Todd Wood and his crowd over there, we're talking about specifically last night there were a couple members of the Cuban-American community that were particularly outraged and said this is the reason that their their parents came from Cuba because of this is the type of thing communist dictatorships uh, do. Were you able to see any of those folks last night in the crowd? Yes, I spoke with several Cuban-Americans. One woman in particular stood right outside the front of Mar-a-Lago and said, this is a type of thing that happens in the country that I'm from. I do not want communism in this country. I do not want Joe Biden and Hunter Biden representing this country. This is not how we do things in the United States of America. Jane Zirko, you hang there at outside of Mar-a-Lago, uh, the War Room's own Jane Zirko. I want to go to Nigel Farage. And Nigel, first, I really want to thank you for staying up uh, after your show to, 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 to meet with us. Uh, Nigel, give us the perspective of first Nigel Farage over the events yesterday, and then I want to, uh, to know what the folks in our mother country, the United Kingdom, are thinking today as they saw what happened the August 8th, the day of infamy in the United States, sir. Yes, of course, the date is uh, significant, perhaps. Uh, look, I mean, frankly, uh, people are bewildered in London, absolutely bewildered. I mean, how can America, of all countries, have politicized its judiciary, its services, 
the FBI. How on earth could, I mean, what is this? Zimbabwe? What is this? A banana republic? And i tell you what it has done, Steve. Many people were skeptical about the concept of the deep state. They're not anymore. It is absolutely disgusting. It is appalling. Uh, but I do think, I genuinely do think, that the Democrats have completely overstepped the mark. And now the attempts by the White House to pretend it's nothing to do with them aren't believable. Uh, and whilst it is a, a really bad thing that's happened, I think it will play very, very well for Donald Trump. Any fair-minded American will say this is ridiculous. Even if he had documents he shouldn't be in possession of, the last thing he'd do is leave them on the coffee table of his apartment at Mar-a-Lago. It's a shocking day, but it may well prove, in fact, for all of us on the nationalist populist cause to be a good day. Nitro, you, you were you were kind enough to come uh, to, to Dallas to be part of CPAC, but you also, as you always do, went out of your way not just to meet the swells there and the donors and, you know, all the big shots, and the media types, you, you always go out of your way to try to talk to the, to the, to the deplorables that come to events like CPAC. Give us your sense of all the overall, the programming of it and the, 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 uh, the feel of what the professionals were saying and contrast that also with what you saw just the common man talking about. Well, I think, I mean, the great thing here is that, uh, you know, CPAC was out there in Dallas. It's a slightly different audience than the one that meets on the East Coast or in Florida. Um, and, you know, what I saw were just decent people who'd come along to CPAC, probably in many cases, spending quite a lot of their income to come and do it, um, concerned, worried, actually scared about the future of America, about the future of the idea of the Judeo-Christian base upon which everything was built, uh, about their families, about the safety of their kids going into cities for an evening out or whatever else it may be. So I saw some people who were very scared, some people who were very concerned. Uh, what I also saw was the most astonishing loyalty and belief that Donald Trump, whatever his faults may be, but that Donald Trump actually is the man who has the courage to lead America, and I have to say, the Western world, out of this terrible mess that we've got into. Now, you, know, you compare that to media commentary that you see of CPAC that comes from normal mainstream broadcasters, and they're two entirely different things. The other thing I saw was, apart from Donald Trump, the second most popular man at CPAC, was one Stephen K. Bannon. And I have to say, stop, Steve, stop, stop, I have to say, stop, I'm going to say stop. this, I'm going to say this, that, no, you know, stop. you're not just, you are not just good sitting with a headset on, you know, in a bunker in Washington. You're actually very, very good out with those people. And they, and they see you as a figure of intellectual and moral strength and the one thing I took home from me more than anything else from CPAC is that Bannon needs to get out round America and meet crowds even more than you've ever done in the past because you're really very good at it. And remember, all right, you know, you may think I'm being a bit tongue in cheek, but remember, people are scared. They need leadership. They need hope. They need to believe we can overturn this and win and get back to some sense of normality. 
And the truth of it is, there's not much more than a handful of people capable of giving that message. And you're one of them. Well, thank you, Nigel, for the kind words. I really appreciate that. Um, one of the reasons I want you on, because we talked about your sense of the people are really scared about their country. And you made a point in Orban, too, about the importance of America as a centerpiece of the Judeo-Christian West. But the reason I want you on today, were the people right, given what you saw on Thursday, Friday, Saturday in CPAC, in that sense that people are committed and they're ready to fight, but they think they were in a very different place even than a couple of years ago when, when Brexit happened? You know, the great 2016 when Brexit occurred and then a couple of months later, Trump's, you know, come from behind victory. Were they correct? Did they actually know something like sometimes a dog can get danger or an animal knows there's danger that people sometimes can sense that there's something wrong deep within their spirit? Were they right, given what happened on Monday that we now know is actually being plotted over Friday and Saturday, sir? Oh, I think the timing. I mean, I mean, for those activists in that hall and you know and i said to them you are one of the most important groups of people who have ever gathered since the dawn of time because you are the backbone of the foot soldiers that need to go out there and convince people you know conversation by conversation that it's worth voting and and, and that's the lesson from brexit you know we won brexit because the turnout was at least 10 percent higher than any expert thought and the key in my opinion to sweeping midterm victories of a huge scale and a Republican back in the White House in 2024, all you have to do is get people who in their hearts and souls agree with you to make the effort to go out to vote. So it is a, it's a fear, uh, but I also sensed over the weekend a feeling that people do think this has gone so far become so extreme because, you know, parents talk to other parents at school. They're sick of seeing their kids indoctrinated. They're sick of the American Constitution, the founding fathers being trashed, their statues being torn down. They're sick of being told they should be ashamed of where they come from, of their grandparents. And you know what? They're not ashamed of their grandparents who volunteered and signed up and fought against the Japanese, against the Nazi Germans. Um, I, I sort of mingled with this fear. I did get this sense over the weekend that actually people recognize there's an opportunity to turn this around in quite a big way. And I think the events that took place, shameful events that took place at Mar-a-Lago last night will actually add to that people's army on the ground of those prepared to say, right, I'm volunteering, you know, I'm going to become a foot soldier in this war to save Western civilization, because that is actually what's at stake. Nigel, in talking about fear, did you do you sense that what Merrick Garland and obviously the White House had to sign off on this doing to President Trump and really desecrating this iconic president's uh, home? Uh, that's uh, and they've never, ever entered a president's home before in the in the history of our republic. Do you get a sense that that was out of strength or do you think that they also fear and realize that they're losing? Oh, they're terrified. I mean, just look at what happened in those primaries last Tuesday. You know, the Trump nominees swept to victory. Uh, people were coming and turning out and voting in those primaries. And they can also see that, you know, he may be 76, but he's looking fit. He's looking well. He's looking strong. Um, he's offering solutions to the disease that is now inflicted upon so many American cities, whether it's the homeless or the drugs problem or whatever it may be. 
Uh, and they realize actually Trump's populist message. It was interesting, wasn't it, Steve? He said on the platform on Saturday, we need to be populist. Trump's populist message could well be more potent now than it even was back in 2016. I mean, let's face it. Let's face it. America's old cities are in terminal decline unless somebody has the guts and the courage to turn it around. So it's a it's a strange sort of push me pull you here of of fear, um, but but also hope. Uh, and here is this man who and look, he's got his faults, just as you have your faults and I have mine. But here is this man, and the one courage sort of thing I always think about Trump. He's got the most amazing courage. He stands up, he fights, he's prepared to be counted, and he does actually represent decent values. You know, he believes in the nation. He's patriotic. He believes in the family. He believes that Judeo-Christian culture should underpin everything. He believes that individual men and women should be free to go out, form businesses, become successful. He believes that America should be a leader in the world and not a leader that goes to war constantly, but a leader that tries, if it can, to form peace. Just think about the Abraham Accords. And, 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 and I think, you know, in these times of real turmoil, in these times of inflation, uh, you know, I actually think potentially the appeal of Donald Trump is stronger now than it was in 2016. I think the Democrats see that. Uh, what they're trying to do, of course, is to get him disbarred from standing in any future election. And, but I mean, the idea that if Trump had confidential documents, that he would leave them on the coffee table of his apartment in Mar-a-Lago shows you how desperate and indeed how stupid the Democrats are. Nigel, how do people get to your uh, daily show on GB News? You're the big hit in the United Kingdom. We watch you every day. But how, how did the rest of the world policy download it? Just Google GB News. There is an app. You can download it and it's free. It's free for all Americans to watch. Nigel, thank you. We'll put your social media up. Thank you so much for coming to CPAC. Thank Obviously, you. every time you come, you're a huge hit and the American people have a deep, deep love for you. Nigel Frost, thank you. I do for that. Short commercial break. Monica Crowley next in the war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. 
989-9898. And get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. I've never been a quitter. To leave office before my term is completed is abhorrent to every instinct in my body. But as president, I must put the interests of America first. America needs a full-time president and a full-time Congress, particularly at this time with problems we face at home and abroad, to continue to fight through the months ahead for my personal vindication would almost totally absorb the time and attention of both the President and the Congress in a period when our entire focus should be on the great issue of peace abroad and prosperity without inflation at home. Therefore, I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. Wow. August 8th and 9th. I want to bring in Monica Crowley. That was uh, President Richard Nixon on his resignation. And then it was uh, today that he actually uh, left the presidency. A lot of folks know Monica. Monica, thank you for joining us. A lot of people know Monica Crowley with her role in the Trump administration as the uh, comms uh, director uh, and uh, strategist at the Treasury Department. They also know her as a contributor of Fox News. And many, many people know her as an absolutely brilliant uh, observer, analyst, and participant in national security affairs, national security studies. But a lot of folks don't know she had a she actually worked for and had a very close relationship with President Nixon. Monica, the war rooms, you know, besides signal, not noise, we also say, you know, there are no conspiracies, but there are also no coincidences. Help us out here. Was it a coincidence that uh, the FBI, the jackbooted New American Gestapo, went in, essentially kicked down the doors of Mar-a-Lago yesterday on this raid on President Trump, tied back to what happened back in the 70s with uh, President Nixon on August 8th and 9th, ma'am? Thank you so much for having me again, Stephen. Thank you for those very kind words. And watching that clip of President Nixon resign makes me emotional because he meant so much to me. He was my mentor, he was my friend, in addition to being an absolutely visionary and extraordinary president for this country. Um, you often say there are no conspiracies and there are also no coincidences. The fact that this raid on President Trump's private residence happened on August 8th, 2022, the anniversary of President Nixon's announcement that he would resign effective the next day was absolutely not a coincidence. There are no coincidences when it comes to the deep state. They know exactly what they're doing. They could have done this raid a couple of days before. They could have done the raid today or tomorrow. They chose August 8th for a reason. And the reason, Steve, is that they wanted to send a very clear message that anyone who challenges the regime's corrupt power and its iron grip on this country will be destroyed. They destroyed Richard Nixon. They are trying to destroy Donald Trump. They've spent the last six years trying to accomplish that. They haven't yet, um, but they never rest until they can eliminate the outsiders who challenge their, um, their, their absolute monopoly over this country. It is the uni party, Steve, but as you constantly point out, it's more than that. It's the deep state, 
it's the propaganda press, it's the international community, and it's the permanent bureaucracy. All of those elements work hand in glove to remove Richard Nixon. They attacked uh, Robert Bork and got him removed. They attacked Clarence Thomas. Thankfully, he survived that assault. And of course, Donald Trump is the most recent and perhaps the biggest example of them all. Monica, here's what I, I don't get. President Trump, you know, you know him very well. You work for him. Uh, I, I know him well. Many people. He, he's a fighter. He's not going to back down. But I got to tell you, in, in, in my as a young person coming up and being a paper boy and reading everything and, 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 and being at least very interested in politics and having family discussions, you know, Richard Nixon was as tough as boot leather. Richard Nixon never quit on anything in his life, and he was always David versus Goliath. He was never the most coordinated guy or the handsomest guy or the wealthiest guy or, you know, he really had very few breaks in his life, and those breaks he had, he made. What stuns me in thinking about this and looking back over in my study of it, how did how did Richard Nixon resign? I mean, everything about Nixon was that he was an absolute fighter. How did that happen? Yeah, you know, he became president out of sheer intellectual ability. The man was absolutely brilliant. And he was also one of the rare American presidents to also be a visionary, Steve, meaning he could see what the world was going to look like 20, 30 years down the road and make American policy as president while he was in office to anticipate that world. So he was quite an extraordinary politician and American president and also sheer, sheer hard work got him there on that, that sort of Quaker work ethic got him to the presidency. So when it came time to resign, I mean, look, nobody's excusing Richard Nixon's intervention in the Watergate scandal. Um, it was inexcusable, bad behavior. And he and I often talked about it. I wrote about it in one of my two books about my experiences with President Nixon, he took personal responsibility for what he had done in his role in the scandal. But when it came time to resign, he wasn't going to. Every fiber of his being was screaming at him not to resign, not to give up. And in fact, he talked about never being a quitter. Um, so really, this was the most difficult decision of his presidency. His family, Mrs. Nixon, Julie Eisenhower, Tricia Nixon-Cox, they were all encouraging him to fight on. And in fact, he had the support of millions of Americans to fight on. But there was one seminal moment, Steve, when Senator Barry Goldwater of Arizona came to the White House and informed President Nixon that his Republican support in the U.S. Senate had collapsed and therefore made it impossible to survive an impeachment and then a trial in the Senate, uh, he indicated to Nixon he would have been convicted. Now, there's some revisionist history on that. People think now that perhaps he could have survived a trial and um, in the Senate and gone on to continue his presidency. But that clip that you showed is so indicative of, of Richard Nixon in that he always put the country first. So he said in that clip in his farewell, he said, I don't want to put the next president uh, through a, a protracted situation. I don't want to put our vice president or the Congress through it. The country needs a full-time president, country needs a full-time vice president and a functioning Congress. So I am going to step aside. That kind of selflessness, he also showed on election night in 1960. We talk a lot about the 2020 election and all of the fraud and illegalities that we saw there. It, that really in modern times originated in the 1960 election, Richard Nixon versus JFK. And the old man Kennedy orchestrated widespread voter fraud in three locations, 
Cook County, Illinois, Illinois was still a swing state at the time, West Virginia and Texas. And on election night, Richard Nixon was presented with concrete evidence of voter fraud in those locations. And he was encouraged to, to stop, not concede and order a recount. And he said no, because the country needs a full-time president, especially in the midst of the Cold War with the Soviet Union. He will never get any credit for that selflessness, putting the country first, but that was Richard Nixon. In his comeback in 1968, he, he came up with a concept, a, a term called the silent majority. That was really the forerunners of the deplorables, the MAGA movement. Um, what do you think, if we'd had the technology and, and, uh, and social media that we have today and, and the conservative news sites and, quite frankly, conservative media personalities that are fighters, uh, do you think that in connection with the silent majority, that Nixon would have realized that, hey, maybe some senators have backed off and some guys in the House, but the people have my back? I think if we had this media environment back then, I mean, the media was incredibly hostile to Richard Nixon throughout his entire career, primarily because he was an outsider and an anti-communist and fought for those principles, fought for America, really felt like he was elected to represent us rather than himself, his own interests like Joe Biden, uh, or the interests of the deep state and, and the regime, he was there to serve us and to advance America's national interests. Um, so I think if, if there had been this kind of social media environment where he could actually hear the support of the great silent majority in real time, as we get now from social media platforms, President Trump can see it in real time that there are millions who support him. I think in addition to that, and the ability to mobilize that great silent majority to put real pressure on their elected representatives to stand with Richard Nixon, I think he would have fought on and there's a possibility he very well could have survived. Today, you know, President Trump thinks very highly of your opinion. That's why you're a senior member of his administration over at Treasury. Uh, what would you say today? What, what action steps would you recommend for President Donald J. Trump today on the 9th of August, 2022, that he should take to combat the administrative and deep state, ma'am. Well, you're very kind, Steve. And I just want to give you a huge shout out because when you were in the administration, you led the charge in trying to dismantle the very corrupt and corrosive, destructive administrative state. You laid the groundwork for it. And now there's discussion that if President Trump is reelected, which I think he's got a great shot at being, that that plan that you originated early on is going to be put into effect. And there's groundwork being laid now. So kudos to you, Steve, because without you and your leadership and speaking to President Trump and working with him on this, I don't think we'd even be this far. I think going forward, President Trump needs you on this project uh, as he runs again and, and uh, second term in the White House. And I would encourage him to never give up. And I, I, I mean, I'm talking to President Trump here, who is uh, always a fighter and will never give up. Um, and I think that that is what he's going to continue to do to develop this plan that if and when he is reelected, that on day one hits the ground running, running, rooting up all of this corruption root and branch. You cannot have the nation's premier law enforcement agency, the FBI, as a secret police force against the American people. You cannot have the IRS, again, as a secret police force moving against the American people. The two most fearsome government agencies, the IRS and the FBI, the leftist takeover of those two agencies is now complete, Steve. 
And so President Trump is the only one who's strong enough to take that on. Monica, please hang on for one second. Short commercial break. We're going to stick with Monica Crowley. We're also going to go back to Palm Beach and Mar-a-Lago, Jane Zirkel. We're going to get Boris in here all next in the war room. With the recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it's worth mentioning that these wins didn't happen on their own. It took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile, who have passionately fought on behalf of the unborn and your constitutional rights. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider, and they have been on the front lines fighting for your values. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on many Americans. Thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget, and they offer the same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers. So you get the same great service plus the knowledge that your money is going to a company fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and your Second Amendment. Go to PatriotMobile.com. That's all one word. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-P-A-T-R-I-O-T. 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N to get the free activation. If you're a veteran or first responder, please let them know because they have special discounts for you. Come join our movement and make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Support this company that supports your values. Do this today. Action, action, action. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. It's 9 August, the year of our Lord, 2022. If that uh, date rings a bell, it's because of what happened with President Richard Nixon. Monica Crowley, who worked for President Nixon, uh, is is with us, Monica? Didn't if memory serves me correctly? Didn't you write a big piece in the New York Post back in the early days of the administration to kind of warn all of us, and particularly President Trump, of uh, of what they had done, how, how the administrative in the deep state had gotten Richard Nixon, and give a warning to us that they were, you know, the nullification project was already well underway. I did. And thank you for raising that, Steve. Yeah, early on in Trump's uh, tenure, I wrote this piece for the New York Post because I had recalled President Nixon after he resigned, he gave a series of very famous interviews to David Frost. And in those interviews, he said, look, I made a series of mistakes and ultimately I gave my enemies the sword. And he said, look, I knew that there was a standard for Democrats, a standard for Republicans, and then there was a standard for me. And I should have recognized that I could not even sneeze in the White House without someone ordering an investigation. And he said, unfortunately, I took that for granted. I didn't see it clearly at the time, and I gave my enemies a sword. So my piece was a shot across the bow warning to President Trump and everybody around him that, look, Trump's enemies are the exact same enemies that took out Richard Nixon. The faces might change, people die, they move on, but the institutional enemies of Richard Nixon were Donald Trump's same enemies. And so my warning was, please, Mr. President, you have so much to accomplish here. You've got a real populist mandate. Do not give your enemies the sword. 
Monica, how can, by the way, we beseech you to write one about there's no, you know, there's no conspiracy, but no coincidences here about the timing of this. I think it would be absolutely amazing, yes. and particularly given your deep knowledge and respect for both uh, President Trump and President Nixon. How do people get to your podcast, Monica? How do they get to all your writings? Thank you, Steve. My podcast is called the Monica Crowley Podcast. There it is. It's available on all major podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And I do it three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So you can imagine that tomorrow's Monica Crowley Podcast is going to be lit. You're going to get analysis that I provided here, but also analysis that you will not get anywhere else, given my experiences with both President Nixon and President Trump. On social media, Instagram at Monica Crowley underscore and on Twitter and True Social at Monica Crowley. OK, we're big fans of it anyway, but we'll make sure everybody gets it tomorrow and definitely gives a, a listen. Monica Crowley, thanks for taking time away to join us in the war room. Thanks so much, Steve. Let's go back to Palm Beach. We've got Calamity Jane Zirkle down there. Jane, give us an update. Is there another buildup, you think, for tonight of, of a more support for President Trump? Have people been out there all day showing their support, Jane? Well, since last night, people have been planted here showing their support for President Trump. And it doesn't seem to be thinning anytime soon. Now, right to my right behind me is Mar-a-Lago. And over here behind me to the left and in front of me, there are several demonstrators that are gathered here. There has been a line of vehicles that has been honking and playing music, such as God Bless the USA, and We're Not Gonna Take It Anymore, some notable songs. And the enthusiasm is high, the morale is high. And I'm telling you, on November 8th, you are going to feel this magnified times 100. Jane, just hang on. We're going to come back to you in the in the next block. Jane Zirko, I want to bring in Boris Epstein. Boris, I mean, and I'm not trying to be snarky about this, but but Biden goes to these places and he drives and you don't see anybody even on the side of the road. Here it is a day after this incident. And as Jane's reporting, not just that they have a big crowd last night, but they've had people out there all day in the in the in the in the midday Florida heat showing their support of President Trump. What does that tell you, sir? It tells me that President Trump is the undisputed leader of this country. He's the undisputed leader of the Republican Party and the MAGA movement. And it tells you that the Democrats have once again overstepped, just like liberal, socialist, communists have all throughout the world and throughout you know the last 200, 250 years of history, as radicals overstep, they play into the hands of their opponents, the same opponents, the very same opponents that they are trying to stop. So here it's obvious what's happening, right? You've got... Joe Biden's feckless, pathetic team, their weaponized DOJ, they are targeting President Donald J. Trump and the whole MAGA movement, the war room posse. But by doing so, they're only strengthening us and they're growing us. Do you? Does anybody think that independents and even old school ACLU liberals who, who don't believe in government overreach, who are you know, really questioning of... Uh, government entities, government agencies, you think they are okay with this? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You think that, it, you know, populists are okay with this? Absolutely not. Libertarians? Absolutely not. And, and you know, even the old conservatives who may be more established, you know, so Andy McCarthy, the New York Post and others, the National Review came out with a piece. These are all not friends of President Trump. These are all never Trumpers, really. In a lot of ways, McCarthy, you know, nobody in the National Review. They're coming out and saying, hey, we're not going to put up with this. We're not going to put up with this. We are going to fight, and we are going to call this for what it is. 
a coordinated political partisan attack against the most powerful political figure in the world, President Donald J. Trump. You know, Nigel starts the show. Two things I want to walk you through is Nigel's commentary and observations and Monica's. Nigel started from Great Britain. You know, he's got the hottest show over there. And as you know, there's a lot of people, particularly in the media elite and around politics, Tory party that are in never Trumpers, right? He said people are absolutely gobsmacked today. They're, they're, they're like, they're, they're shocked. they cannot believe, they can't believe what they saw. It says the United States of America. And most of these people, a lot of them are kind of tended more towards center leftists. In addition, he said, there are very few Britons today that woke up and don't believe in this concept of the deep state. They said more than ever that, you know, people have said this is a conspiracy theory and all this kind of crazy talk, uh, you know, uh, from all these uh, streamers and, and podcasters. But he said, hey, today was pretty open. What's your assessment of that? My assessment of it is that Everything the president President Trump has been saying for a long time now, during the 2016 campaign, early days 2017 in the White House, when he said that President Obama spied on his campaign. Now we know that not just the campaign, but the campaign and the presidency were spied on, has been correct the whole time. The quote unquote deep state, the apparatus of the government here in the US, as well as in the UK and all, all countries around the world, is dead set against change agents. And President Trump is the most powerful, most authentic, most really game-altering change agent that we've ever had in America, that we've ever had in America. And because of that, you're seeing this offensive against him. But again, it is overreach because now, you know, there used to be even a week ago, you had a cooperation, right? You had the the, the left-wing Dems. You've got the radical Dems, you've got the old line liberals, the rhinos. But now a lot of the never Trumpers and some of the rhinos are saying, whoa, 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 whoa. This is just too much. This is too much. You've got independents looking at it and saying, wait, what is going on? President Trump and his team are fully cooperating with the appropriate agencies, fully cooperating with the appropriate agencies. And then you have this brazen raid. They're rolling in there. 25 agents. They got the guns. You know, what is this? You know, this isn't like a Highlander. This isn't some dumb movie. This is reality. This is reality. And where we are in this country is that we've got Hunter Biden, who is a stone cold criminal, and it's on tape, on tape, and the tape is not, you know, Russian disinformation. Hunter Biden is a stone cold criminal. His father obviously participated in the crimes. The whole Biden crime family are sitting around sipping mint juleps or whatever it is. And you've got President Trump and his family have done nothing wrong, have done nothing but fight for America and Americans, and they're being attacked and harassed by the FBI. Since when is this okay? Since when is this America? Up until yesterday, President Trump said in his statement, up until yesterday, we believed that this was only possible in third world banana republics. Now it's come here to the United States. And let me tell you, and I'm proud to say this, all over America, I've been stopped on the street 15, 20, 30 times today. People are saying, hey, we've had enough. We're not taking it anymore. And you know what else they say? Trump 2024. So you know what, Joe Biden, if you know where you are, you know what, Merrick Garland, you know what, Betty Thompson, you got what you wanted. You got what you wanted. America is united behind President Donald J. Trump, and that ain't going nowhere. This stunt that you pulled, it's going to be remembered in history as another turning point, turning point to the standardization, strengthening, and full-on dominance 
by the MAGA movement under the leadership of President Donald J. Trump, with the war room posse being the beating heart of it all. By the way, I would say actually it was the law of unintended consequences. The last thing they wanted, they thought they were being cute. As President Trump says, no games, and that has really blown back on them. In that regard, you know, Monica said that there was there was definitely timing the way the administrative state did this. Uh, do, do you do you buy that? Do you buy her concept that they, they targeted specifically because of the fact they could have done this at any time, since it's all about these these archive records? And, and and I know you guys have been in discussion with them, so it was out, absolutely outrageous. They had to go to some magistrate judge, not even a real federal judge to get this done. But do you buy the fact that they wanted to tie the timing to Nixon's resignation to send a further signal or to tie President Trump to that legacy? Well, no conspiracies, but no coincidences. What I think it is, is that I think they're scared. They're scared and afraid that President Trump is going to do what we hope and expect and announce that he's a candidate for president in 2024. And they're doing all they can to put out, pull out all the stops to prevent him from doing so. And they thought, and, and you're right, Steve, you know, of course, in their heart of hearts, they're they're hoping that you know, this would stop President Trump at all and all that. But what 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 Benny Thompson, Joe Biden, what Merrick Garland, all of them really wanted to do is they wanted to focus on President Trump in a negative way. But what they instead got is for the country uniting and coalescing around President Donald J. Trump. I will tell you right now that President Trump at this moment is at the apex of his political power, and it's only been growing. You saw the, the straw polls at CPAC, Steve, where you absolutely dominated in your speech and all the shows, so, shows you know, every single day you were there. President Trump then comes in to, on Saturday evening and knocks it out of the park, and he dominates the straw poll with Hispanics, 81 to 16, dominates the overall straw poll, 69 to, I believe, 24. President Trump right now is the most powerful political figure at this moment in American history, and right now in, in the world, and to that end, it's not surprising that this kind of stunt will be pulled. But what is sad is that you have these Democrats who think that they're lawless. They think they're above the law. But what they're getting is they're getting a full dose of reality. And that reality is that the American people will not put up with the weaponization of law enforcement, the weaponization of the Department of Justice, and the targeting of leading political figures, President Donald J. Trump being number one among them. Uh, Boris, uh, more than ever, people want to follow you on social media and particularly get the morning newsletter. How, how do they how do they get access to all this? Steve, we're coming in hot. BorisCP.com is the website. Sign up right now. BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. On Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on Truth Social at Boris. And the hottest on the gram, Boris underscore Epstein. Everybody, stay strong. God bless. And I will see you tomorrow. Boris, thank you very much. Boris Epstein. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. When we return, we're going to go back to Palm Beach, get an update from James Zerker. Last night, a, a, a spontaneous demonstration of support for President Trump all day long in the hot Florida sun, right outside of Mar-a-Lago on the bridge right over there. Uh, the deplorables have been out in full force. It's, it's quite moving, and I know President Trump greatly appreciates this. Okay, short commercial break. We're going to go back we'll be with Calamity Jane Zirkel and some other commentary and observations when we return. Just a moment. Bring it on and I will fight to the end. Just watch and see. It's all started. Everything's begun. And you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP.
Are you feeling frustrated and powerless in the face of sky-high inflation? Well, here's what you can do about it. Take a minute and go to my website, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. You'll find what I call inflation-fighting food. Now, what is that? This is a long-term storage food, the kind that stays fresh for up to 25 years. Well, it's not only stays fresh, it stays affordable. You see, at today's prices, this food works out to around $3 a meal per person. Let me repeat that, $3 a meal per person. But years from now, when food prices are sky high, you'll be eating well for only $3 a meal. In other words, you lock in affordable food for years to come. And right now, you'll save 150 bucks on a three-month emergency food kit when you go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. These three-month kits with My Patriot Supply are in stock and ship fast with free shipping. This is an investment that will pay dividends for years to come. Go to preparewithbannon.com right now. That's preparewithbannon.com. Take action. Do it today. Has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Please uh, make sure you get on Getter. Uh, we're up there 24 hours a day. There's a lot of stuff that breaks overnight. You can go to our own Jane Zirkel's on. The entire team is on there, uh, plus so many other the personalities. I think every contributor we have on here is on Getter. So please go there. Uh, there's been a, a ton of uh, new signups since CPAC. It was, we try to tell everybody in CPAC, become part of this network. You can get my analysis and commentary and observations, all the articles we put up uh, all night long. Also, MyPillow.com. Promo code Warren. Make sure you go and support Mike Lindell. Huge primary today in uh, in Minnesota. If you haven't voted, you got Royce White. You got Doug Wardlow. Doug Wardlow is actually going to join us at the top of the next hour from Minnesota. Uh, we're also going to be going to Nevada. A lot of uh, a lot of uh, updates there on, from the Secretary of State and the Coalition, Jim Marchant, and we got Todd Benzman talk about what's absolutely happening at the border. This massive invasion only increasing in the in the Biden regime is actually built essentially a administrative superhighway to make sure this is all increased. It's just absolutely boggles the mind. As I keep saying, his first article of impeachment starting in January will be the invasion of the southern border. Let's go back to our own Jane Zirkel. Jane, one thing you're out there in the Florida heat, really appreciate there last night. Give us your analysis and thoughts and also make sure, Jane, that all the uh, all the deplorables there, make sure they know that the war room and the war room posse has their backs. I think it's just absolutely incredible that people, these patriots have been there all day to show President Trump their support. Jane Zirkel. Well, I am on the ground here in sunny South Florida, one of the epicenters of the Hispanic red wave. And I talked to several Hispanic Americans, particularly Cuban Americans, who fled com communism and oppression at the hands of leaders who don't respect them. And they understand that Donald J. Trump respects them. He wants what's best for them and their families. And that's why he will be winning their votes and MAGA candidates will be winning their votes as we go forward. This demonstration is just the start of it. What happened at Mar-a-Lago was 
right behind me right now is the tip of the iceberg. And we are ready to fight. They are ready to mobilize on the grassroots level all across this country and win elections. As the song played, saying we are not going to take it anymore, they are not going to take it anymore, and that sentiment is abundantly clear. Jane, what's your uh, what's your social media handles? How do people get to you uh, before tomorrow's uh, broadcast? You can follow me on Twitter and get at Jane Zirkle. Jane, thank you very much. I know it's going to be very active down there. I see it picking up already. Jane Zirkle from outside Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, uh, Florida. Thank you very much, Jane. Appreciate it. It's just absolutely, absolutely incredible. You go to these, you see that Biden goes into town. He's driving by on things that are announced, and there, you know, there's five or six people hanging out, mainly from some union that made the poor, uh, you know, the poor person show up and kind of wave a Biden, you know, a Biden flag. It's, it's pathetic. And there you see, you see the outpouring. And last night, in the middle of the night, it was just, it was absolutely incredible. And it's going to continue on, as I say, and I've been saying from day one. President Trump should ride hard. He should announce now and go. My strongest recommendation is get, do, do a dawn launch in the plane, get down there, and at high noon, just go ahead and announce it. It's time to get on with it. These, these people are doing nothing. They think the only way they know they can stop you is, is some sort of lawfare, is make up something and try to chop block you. So it's just time to power through it. Really proud of this audience and everything we got going. We've got so much to get through. We haven't even had to break down a CPAC. We're going to start doing that. We've got a little bit of that in the uh, in the 6 o'clock show. But I want to bring in Com, Crom, Carmichael from Salty. For our audience, we sold out. Crowns are doing this a long time, but he hadn't met the Warren Posse. We sold out in the first two hits he had, uh, and they were able to make more and procure more. Crom, tell us uh, uh, about Soul T, and then how do people get access to it, sir? Yes, Steve, happy to. I'll tell you what, with all the turmoil going on now, to be talking about people's health uh, seems like on one hand, it seems like a disconnect, but the other thing is it's very important. And I actually have a little news for you. I just uh, had my annual physical and uh, my blood pressure is 115 over 63. And uh, I have been taking Solti, the product that we make. I've been taking the ingredient in Solti for 18 years. And, um, and I take zero prescription drugs. Uh, and uh, my blood pressure's in great shape. My cholesterol's in great shape. And my cardiovascular system in general is in great shape. And, and it's that last part that matters so much. Because if your cardiovascular system is not in great shape, then your heart is not going to be in good shape and you end up with heart disease. And a, just a, little, a couple of factoids, Steve, is that your body has 100,000 miles, 100,000 miles of veins. That means you're, the veins in your body could go around the circumference of the globe four times. And it's important that we keep all those veins healthy and that we keep the blood flowing through those veins uh, healthy. And, and that's what Soul Tea does. This is our, it's our product right here. And uh, let's see if I get that in the, uh, uh, there we go, right there. Uh, Perfect. There's 60 capsules and uh, I take two of these a day. And, um, and, and for our, and for your, for your posse, we only started uh, talking about this uh, with you uh, a couple of weeks ago. And literally in, in two interviews, we sold out of the inventory that we had. We had some more inventory coming in and that inventory is now here. Uh, but people can get, they go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. And they type in the code at checkout 
they type in war room and they'll get 67% off on their first shipment. So we'll ship them three bottles. That's a 90 day supply. And they're getting the, they're getting those three bottles for the price of just one bottle. And we pay the, we pay the shipping. And then we conveniently ship additional product every 90 days. And as long as you take two of those capsules a day, uh, your, your heart, uh, we, we, based on, based on our own science and my experience and a lot of experience from our customers, uh, you'll have a, you know, you've got a great chance of having a very healthy heart, maintain your low cholesterol and your cardiovascular system. And, it's uh, war room health. It's warroomhealth.com. That's where people go right now. Warroomhealth.com. Warroomhealth. Warroomhealth.com. And type in the code yep. warroom at checkout. Perfect. Uh, we got to stay healthy. This is a long fight. We need everybody to the ramparts, and we need everybody healthy to the ramparts. Crom Carmichael, thank you for bringing Soul Tea to our audience. Short commercial break. Minnesota, Nevada. In the southern border, all next in the war room. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand americans every year yes heart disease is the number one killer every year year in and year out heart disease builds over time hypertension high blood pressure bad cholesterol diabetes all of it affects our heart a healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older it is never too early to take care of your heart you see heart disease sneaks up on us you can start in your 30s and when this happens you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60 if you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.